Um, oh, there the, the lady telling me about recording. Okay, getting back to it, uh, it just comes. Uh, it, it, we will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. This is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. How's that to begin us? Great, great, Mickey. If you can't hear me well, let me know. I'll have to move. But Paul Alcoholic, nice to see everybody. Uh, again, this is basically an observation of states that we will find ourselves in after we go through the process of the working steps, you know, one through, you know, four through nine, and then one, two, three. So, uh, you know, the thing is, people sometimes, the, the way I read it when I first came in, in my head, I, I've cut out and we have, and it was cease fighting anything or anyone, as if it was an order that I wasn't, be, I wasn't once again, wasn't going to be able to do. Uh, but, and we, so here it starts, and we have cease fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol. I think that's moment to moment. <laughs> I still think there's a fight in there occasionally, but not against alcohol, that's for sure. For by this time, sanity will have returned. So again, I think they're speaking about the, the insanity getting changed that precedes the first drink. And now that sanity before the first drink, which doesn't lead to the drink, will have returned. Implying that we had it at one time or it had us at one time. We will seldom be interested in liquor, alcohol, drugs, or whatever. If tempted, we recoil from it as from a hot flame. Now, I'm pretty, I've had a pretty interesting run because I've never even been tempted in years, so it's pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's one of the most unattractive activities I can imagine, <laughs> drinking and getting loaded. Not to everyone, but to this, this action figure. We react sanely and normally. I find that to be true quite a lot. And we will find that this had happened automatically. Well, it happens automatically, but to set up that happening automatically, there's stuff we need to do. We have to follow these principles and go through the process and stuff like that. And then that allows these things to just kick in. We will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any, any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. Yeah. What, what's my new attitude toward liquor and alcohol and drugs? Indifference, which is pretty good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm in a state of neutrality. I'm not against it or for it. I mean, whatever. 
That is the miracle. We are not fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. That's a damn good solution, eh? A lot of solutions, uh, there's a lot of wrestling involved with the problem, you know, to keep it at bay. And it seems to mostly to be put on us to keep that at bay. Here, it's a whole different, the effects of the program are completely different than if I was working out to try to build up body mass, you know. It's basically, we do what everyone's done, we follow the suggestions, we live this way of life and these things start happening, yeah. And they don't even just happen, we observe that they're in place and they're solid, yeah, and they're incredibly uh, reliable, which brings about a whole different attitude and outlook in us. Because if you had an attitude and outlook, a lot of it was based on relying on something that was unreliable, obviously. If I'm always looking to get what I want, I'm afraid I'm in a big competition yeah, with other people. All this stuff is rooted in this basic stance of either relying on self or trusting the infinite, one or the other. So we have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. Wow. The rug is still intact. You just took the stain out or they just took the stain out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, the rug didn't have to go with it because the stain is not the rug. So the stain was removed and there's the rug. Yeah. It does not exist for us. And I really believe if you entertain this, these ideas we're sharing here, that it does not exist for us will be based on it does not exist as us, which is uh, fundamentally different than, because when it doesn't exist for us, it's the same old, same old us, yeah? And that's going to probably be a fleeting experience here or there. If the problem doesn't exist as us, that solution stabilizes, yeah? Yeah. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. I, tr I truly believe we are a spiritual condition. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want the mental state to be the judge if it's fit or not. I'll just assume it's constantly fit because it's a spiritual condition. <laughs> It's not like something else trying to adopt another condition that has a tendency to slough off or move away. We are that. Yeah? So I feel the awakeness to that fact is the highest form of spiritual maintenance, really. I mean, uh, what higher form of maintenance concerning a spiritual condition would there be other than being a spiritual condition? <laughs> I just see... So let's, I want to go down a little more too. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do. For alcohol, I would say alcoholism, you know. I don't think alcohol is a subtle foe, yeah. It's like an inert liquid. It's not fucking out to get me. 
it's, it's just readily available. <laughs> we are not cured of alcoholism. Yes, that's true. What we, we, what we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Again, if, it's, if, if the goal or the prize of recovery is a daily reprieve yeah, from the, the effects of alcoholism, and that daily reprieve is solely based on our spiritual condition, yeah, then if you are a spiritual condition by seeing what you're not, you're not this mental idea and shit like that. You may find that you are a spiritual condition. What better way to have that continual daily reprieve? Because it seems like the requirement you have to be in you have to be in a good spiritual condition. Well, you are. That's your inherent state. So basically, whew, then I can rest assured I have a daily reprieve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, this is beautiful, every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities, yeah? Maybe right now, the vision, our vision is a vision of God's will, yeah? So you are a carrier, you don't have to carry that vision, you're a carrier of the vision. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Uh, how can I best serve thee that I will not mine be done? Well, if people have lived this life, uh, they come to the conclusion through observation, thy will is done. It's not like a future hope. That's gone, way past gone. Thy will is done. It's an obvious fact or truth in our life that this power's will is done. Yeah, it's not going to be done, it is done, and it's going to be done, yeah. But the is, is real, is where the real relief lies. The, re, the will is almost a substitute for that relief, yeah. You're hoping, I don't have it now, but I will, that God, that will, will be done maybe tomorrow or when I stop drinking or when I do this or when I do that. It's all contingent on us. Thy will is done has nothing really to do with us, which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the, these are thoughts which must, which, which must go with us constantly. What happens if these thoughts go with you for a while? They're not seen as thoughts anymore. Yeah. They're not thoughts that you're thinking. They're in your attitude and your outlook. Yeah. Like it or not. Yeah. You're seeing anew that they don't have to be crutched up with thoughts yeah i mean you say prayers until you become the prayer so to speak yeah and then maybe you'll never utter another prayer i mean there's a lot of possibilities remember this is an introduction and the the extent of the observation of recovery was less than four years with these people I mean, there's a whole lot of, of, of recovery has gone on since then. And some of us are the carrier of that, yeah? We've been carrying that. So, 
These are thoughts which much go with us constantly. How could they go with you constantly as a thought, but as a view, yes, yeah? As the way you see things, yes. We can exercise our will power along this line all we wish because it's not ours, really. <laughs> it is the proper use of the will. Yeah. It's sort of like, what's wrong with will? All you need to do is weaken what's usually uh, presented before it, which is self. Yeah? When self weakens, the will becomes, it's like a tool that you find its true uh, usage, yeah? When the self, because the self has given it its own meaning, yeah? When that meaning drops, when the interest in self drops, then will, you'll see will, yeah? You'll see uh, something that moves you on, further on, and it's probably got the calling of recovery, yeah? Uh, what's wrong with that? It's like the same thing, Self-knowledge avails us nothing. You, would, you could say self-will avails us nothing. But does knowledge avail us nothing? No, it's quite valuable. If you can extract the dominance of the influence of self out of it, and which we can't, but it can occur to us, then knowledge is valuable, especially of self. The same thing, self-will. No, no, it's crazy, but will is fine. Yeah? Directed by the higher power. Yeah? So, yeah, all right, so I want to keep reading. It's pretty good. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power, or from it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, from. <laughs> That's all. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the of the sense the flow of his spirit in us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. So there's self-conscious, yeah? Many of us have suffered from that, extreme self-consciousness. And then there's God-conscious. At the same place and at the exact same time, yeah? You don't have to go anywhere different uh, concerning God conscious, maybe going to a temple or something makes you feel it easier. But basically, those are the two options. Trusting, trusting finite self, which would be self-conscious, or trusting the infinite, which is God conscious. Yeah? So here, we begin uh, sense of, if we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of his spirit in us. Don't you feel like that? Like Kurt has said, we were driven by a hundred forms of fear, yeah? Well, we've been driven by this presence now, yeah? Describe that trip. <laughs> it's a whole lot different, yeah? But we're, being, we're going to be driven by something in this life, yeah? <laughs> we're more like a car <laughs> as this action figure. And we can have a number of drivers. And in our, for our interest, it boils down to two, either driven by self or driven by the higher power. Yeah. Now, you may find that you are the higher power 
and that driving is always available at all times with no requirement necessary, but usually you have to go through some shit to get there, and that's the program. But that's where you arrive at, yeah? I mean, where's there, where does the... Where does you stop and the higher power start? You know, it's, I think it's pretty, pretty uh, fuzzy there. So, uh, <laughs> so to some extent, we have become God conscious. Yes, we have. Yeah. So mostly we're resting in God, not in self. Yeah. We're not resting. There's not a me, but this is the language. Yeah. But let's say God is resting in the front seat. And self's in the back, where before self was agitated in the front seat and God was in the back. Yeah, there's been a switch, and it changes the whole destiny and the way the way the uh, car travels. Yeah, awesome, really. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense. Yeah, that unsuspecting inner resource is now. There's a huge faith in it. You're assured by it. It's not unsuspecting anymore. But we must go further, and that means more action. And then it goes into step 11. Yeah. So, uh, if this is the point, if you could look at it a broad way, there's either the trusting finite self and or trusting the infinite. Yeah. Now, I believe we're sort of stuck with the trusting the finite self because there's an act of being identified as it. So when you believe you're going to set out of, on a course to trust the infinite, it's being done or seemingly it's being claimed by the finite self. So this is the dilemma most people don't see. They don't, they don't really have the spirit of self can't get out of self because one pole of that statement they call Bill or Paul or Terry or John, yes? So that identification with Terry, Paul, Bill, and Kurt disguises the self, and we don't get the revelation of self can't get out of self. Yeah? But when you get to a point and you question Paul and you see it as a just a stock version of self, yeah? You get that. And then that, that feeling of ownership and control and you're going to manage this process and you're going to get to be the best recovered alcoholic and all like this shit. All that stuff you lose interest in, yeah? And then you're, you feel like you're being moved on the game board. You're not moving yourself on the game board. And after a few moves... You know, you've come to realize step two, yeah? Something is doing for me, you know, has restored me to sanity concerning that insanity that got me jackpotted all the time. Fucking far out. That's awesome. Let it keep moving me. <laughs> yeah, why not? So... Now, some of us, I've been moved 33 years. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, being moved by alcoholism, you can tell the difference. Yeah. You can tell the difference 
who's sitting behind the driver, the steering wheel. <laughs> you know, I mean, really. So, uh, yeah. Now I'm in the habit of letting that thing drive. Yeah. And I get to see all the beautiful, you know, there's nothing like watching a person with those insane eyes, totally in a state of hopelessness, but like feverishly agitated, trying to manage and control. And to see them like three or four weeks later at a meeting and they're chilling out and their eyes look different. And even their, their, their facial structure is changed. Yeah. Because a whole big fucking weight has dropped. It's, and it's amazing. And then you watch them continue and then they become like, you know, a useful person in society and shit like that. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's like, you're a great instrument, but the musical director sucks. Yeah. We're in a great orchestra. We are, but we're following the wrong cues. Yeah. We submit ourselves, let the fucking, you know, whatever it's called, the maestro or the, let them, let it change. Yeah. And see how your, see how your horn sounds mixed with other horns, not your, you know, isolated, separate fucking moaning but a symphony yeah and that that weeness and that direct is going to bring the best out of you your best playing is going to be by being driven by the higher power it will yeah you'll hit notes you could never have imagined really and you'll see other people hit notes that you can never imagine yeah and it's so obvious that something can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Yes. And then you've reached a level of letting it, you know, just let it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Thanks. Great, Paul. Do we have any questions out there? Any comments? Raise your little virtual hand and and we'll unmute you and and uh, let you participate in your recovery. You know, Paul, I find it amazing how how the steps reinforce uh, each other, how how we go through one, two, and three. And then repeat it, uh, the essence of uh, one, two, and three in four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then ten repeats it again. Um, this this reading today and your riff today just illustrates how uh, how reinforcing this process is. Yes. Well, the beautiful thing is we're not, by recognizing maybe the activity of the disease is the act of being identified as something that you're not, we're not changing the process. We're changing the diagnosis, which is going to let the process do a whole lot more. Yeah? It's going to enlarge in the opportunity 
of recycling and uh, putting to different use and all that. That's all I found. We're not talking about, to me, the way of life presented in the 12 steps and, and our society are completely sound. But I think what allows the note to hit higher octaves and to play longer is a clear diagnosis of the disease, yeah, of the problem, yeah. We're not tinkering with the solution, the activity of it. We're tinkering with the diagnosis because they didn't really give us one, yeah. They gave us a, they described activities, extreme self-centeredness, obsession with self, self will run riot, but how does that go on? You know, what is the, what's allowing all of that to happen? Yeah. What, 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 what allows self-will to run riot? What allows all these conditions to go to such an extreme to uh, length? Yeah, where it can bring us to incompre incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. There must be something going on there that's allowing all that. Yeah. And I feel it's the act of being identified as self because, you know, obsession with self, yeah, will run riot. Self will run riot, yes? Hundreds forms of what? Fear, another thing concerning self. So self got its fucking fingerprints over everything, yeah? And you see how a lot of people in our community, they come to wit's end and they kill themselves because they haven't seen that self is other. They believe it's them and they can't take it anymore. They don't drink, but they pass away. Yeah. This is a little bit of knowledge that goes a long, long way in this program, truly. Yeah, it changed my whole program. And you know what? That was a while ago. And I've been open to hear other things. And, and yet, it's been the last answer concerning the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah, I see it as an activity, a mental one. And that's where the problem resides. The big book has described the neighborhood we're in, which is the problem resides in the mental state. Yeah, well, that mental state has a whole lot of shit going on around this idea called Paul. Yeah, and that idea called Paul has a lot of ideas that doesn't promote the well-being of Paul. Yeah, it has a whole other agenda. And then Paul becomes the biggest obstruction for Paul to be chilled out and to be happy, joyous and free to a point. I think that's worthy of investigation. Yeah, I do. I don't want to get, I don't want to be recovered as self. I want to be relieved of the bondage of self. Yeah. I've seen a lot of recovery as self. Some of it's attractive, a lot of it isn't. It's not, I'm not attracted to that. Yeah. I don't want to be in the chorus of fear after 30-something years of sobriety. 
I want to have outgrown it by now. When are you going to outgrow it after 30-something years? Hopefully it would have occurred. Yeah. So I don't get gypped every day. You know how it used to feel? It used to feel like there was a God in my life and I would tithe anxiety over meaningless shit every day so that the big shit I was really afraid of wouldn't happen, you know? So I would tie to the God of fear, anxiety, you know, about inane shit, yeah? But what I was really worried about is what would people think if I was destitute or whatever, yes? Or all this shit. So not to, never wanting to deal with that, I'll just worry all day, yeah? To the God of fear, of anxiety, that's slavery. I'm just fucking tired of it. Yeah. So I don't get gypped. I'm tired of it. Live Tuesday. Completely. I'm here completely. I'm not anywhere else other than here. I've got one ear that's going in and out because I get, I've got a dilemma called surface ear and my freaking ears closing. And it's weird to go to talk. <laughs> but basically everything is so I mean, I'm, I'm with every sense of that ear opening and closing, yeah? There's no, I don't get gypped ever, yeah? Where I was out to lunch, I should never even left the couch. I could have just read the story of Paul. It went just like every other alcoholic and drug addict story, yes? Now, I mean, I've had millions of moments you don't write down, you don't make note of, just beautiful. Like right now, there's wind through this walnut tree, the chimes. Yes, the wind is a little cool for Northern California at this time of year. It's awesome. Yeah. When I was running after, when I was running to the Coke dealer's house, I was, oh, the wind is really nice today, or Wait a minute, look at that bird. No fucking way I was stopping one second to hear the bird song. Yes, I was enslaved. It was like having blinders on all day. It was insane. Yeah. <laughs> what allowed that to occur and become a basis in my life has been the influence of recognizing what I'm not. Yeah, finally seeing... I'm not this fucking thing that we represent with the word self, yeah? It may have me, but I'm not of it, yes? Yeah. And that's the key. That's what's really opened the floodgates for stabilized relief, where it's become a way of life through this program, was a clear recognition of the exact nature of the wrong, yes? Not calling it ego, not calling it this, not calling it that, but seeing that the head jumps in, replaces living with a narration that's life's happening to me, and then I play completely into that image, and that image fucking cripples me in a lot of fucking ways. To the point I'm willing, I'm more, I'm looking to save my fucking face all day instead of my ass that's insane <laughs> literally that's that's unbelievably insane so yeah so yes this process is unbelievable 
But there is a role that we can play. And just to see the difference between finite self and infinite. Yes? You can't see the infinite, but you can definitely learn about the finite self. You can. Yeah. And you can recognize you're not that. And then you're a part of, as you always are and always will be, the infinite. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the part of, infinite, period. Yeah. So, I hope this is one, this is what we're getting through, yeah? We're not trying to polish up something that's already clear. The processes of AA are awesome, yeah? We're trying to clear up the diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong, yeah? So that we don't fall into the category, self can't get out of self, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what falls under that category isn't you, thank God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, thanks. Paul. We have thanks a lot. Uh, we have about four hands up. Let's start with King Baby. Here we go. Can you unmute? There you yeah. are. Hello, Paul. I hope you like my shirt, The Great Lebowski. And, uh, oh, the great I'm gonna watch Lebowski. that movie. I'm gonna watch that movie later, actually. And uh, uh, I just want to report something like uh, about four, 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 about two weeks ago. I felt like something dropped. Something about the self dropping. I listened to more of an extreme message than you have. The extreme message of, uh, you know, you're not a self, you're not here. You're not even here. I'm not even here is the message, period. It's more of a direct message where I think you're more in the middle or I'm not sure where, where you're at with this message, but the message that I prescribe to is you're not here, period. Nothing's happening because you're not here to witness or experience anything that's happening. Um, so, like you're saying that we are something greater than ourselves, but because you say it, we're not. Because you brought, we bring it into words. So then we, Bro, I feel yeah. like... Gonna go, you're gonna go totally intellectual with this. You are okay. I went too Just far. Ask yourself, who is it that thinks there's they're not having an experience, and who isn't here? Yeah. Well, for you to think you're not here, there's got to be something here. Well, okay, true. What so, I'm getting to is that. Yeah, you're. Through. Yeah, you. You got it. Yeah. yeah, I know. I guess that's my point. Is that? Yeah. Hold on a second. This is the point about that message. That message may be true, but what's hearing that message isn't. Yes? Yes. The more important point about that absolute message isn't the absolute message. It's the one or the doctor who's claiming to hear the message. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even claim that I'm not here because if I claim I'm not here, it, well, it's a position. Exactly. You, you fell yeah. right into the trap, so to speak. I fell into the trap. Yes, right. Thank you, Paul. 
this is the dilemma about that vein of message because uh, <laughs> you're in this dreaming in a sense and there's going to be a claiming of being the one who heard that there is no one. This doesn't go well. You've got to recognize that mechanical activity from yeah. what you are. You don't need a description of what you are. You need a, a description of what you're not. Yes? What you are already is. You're never yeah. going to become it. You're never going to get it because you are it. Yeah. What you need to hear is what you're not. Yes? Yeah. But yeah. whatever works, works. Yeah. Whatever works, yeah. I guess my question was this to you. is like, you know, some of these guys, they look at me and they're like, they're, or they look at people and they say, well, that, you know, you're not there. I don't even see you because you're part of the wholeness. Oh, forget about it. Of course, their action figure sees you. How could they say that to you if they didn't see you? How are they going to say you're not there? They had to see you as there first. Yes. Right. You have to be there to negate it. Right. <laughs> yes. You got to have they're negating it as that which is negated. You see, they're missing the whole point. Negating? Yeah. Yeah. Acting as if you're not a pawn on the chessboard. Yeah. That's just another move of the chessboard. You're still on the chessboard. Yeah. You're still a pawn, seemingly. So you can tell. I guess that was my question. Can you tell if I'm here or not? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I wish you weren't here, maybe. That would be better. Damn it. Closer, but... Darn it. Well, I no, might be here right now. No, I'm just joking, really. The idea, see, this is, you know, you're asking me. So this is, uh, this is a mental rut that this type of message leads to in the beginning. Yeah? You get into saying no one's here while... <laughs> There's, there's an appearance that everyone's here. It doesn't work that well, yeah, in my view. So uh, I lost interest in that, and I just turned to, let's see the activity of the mental state that claims to be the one, and now it's trying to claim to not to be yeah. the one. All that's yeah. the one. <laughs> uh, yeah. All I know is that uh, a lot of things are much lighter most of the time. Well, that's good. That's good, then. Yeah. Go with that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Thank you, Paul. That's it. Thank you. Okay. Nan, formerly Nanette. Oh, Nanette. Hi, everyone. Hi, family. Nan, grateful alcoholic. And I'm happy to be here. And Paul, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the message that the spirit brings through you. Uh, you are, it's, it's being articulated super clear and, um, it's, it's been, um, a real blessing to waking in you know, just sort of, um, recovery right here, right now. And as we were reading this, um, oh, it kept coming into my, just kept in my spirit of the word humility, humility. We are not fighting it and neither are we avoiding temptation. And, and, and also where it says, you know, we've entered into this place of neutrality, safe and protected. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. 
And for, you know, like off and on, it wasn't, you know, for whatever reason, and I actually heard you back in 2009 uh, through some ACIM stuff. And uh, it just was more recently that something got, there was a download and um, a, a, a definitely a traveling lighter the identification with that parasitical movement, I love that, is the issue. And you just, you just are, that, that was so articulated so well. And um, also, um, you know, this, this, you know, the book doesn't talk about surrender, but like this compliance versus surrender and compliance coming from that selfing and surrender, but to be surrendered which for me is grace, really grace, being breathed by grace. Oh my gosh. And uh, I love what you shared about um, the prayer. And I wrote down here, like, be a prayer. Like we're meant to be the, be a prayer, be a prayer. Um, And uh, also too is what was, and I just was, I'm just kind of sharing as the spirit's just kind of moving here, but we travel, but in dreams while remaining safe at home. Hmm. We travel, but in dreams while remaining. That's from A Course in Miracles. So uh, thank you for being a beautiful messenger. And I thank everybody else for, for being here as well. Blessings on everybody's head. Great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Nanette. Nice to have you here. Yeah. Okay, a couple more hands here, Paul. How about Gary Clark? How about Gary? Where are you? Gary, can you unmute? Can you hear me now? There you go. Okay, okay, thanks. Paul, good to see you. Um, I just uh, wanted to make a couple comments. Uh, I, this, this, uh, I, I heard this morning, uh, you know, thoughtfully or whatever, a voice saying, a way of saying this is the problem is what calls itself I. And that, it's, the saying it that way helped me because it, it put me in a position of seeing something that's a problem, but it's not. <laughs> These things are a little hard to, you know, verbalize. That's one of the things I admire about what you're doing is you're able to verbalize this stuff that is difficult to verbalize. So when a sentence comes through, like the problem is what calls itself I, helps. It's like a little mantra I can carry around with me for a day. And I just wanted to share that in, in case it was, worthwhile to anybody else you know the problem it, it the problem isn't me it's what calls itself i so and 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 thank you for your contribution to that and and i also wanted to uh, make a comment about donations because i i i think i think donating to zenbitchslap.com you know, it's like giving value to what you find valuable. So I would also encourage people to donate, not not just for Paul, but because it helps me 
to anchor what I truly value here in my daily life, which, which is this, this, this message that you're, you're carrying through. So um, I, I found it viable for me to, to anchor that value by donating to zenbitchslap.com. And that's my way of saying thank you. And I do, I do say thank you. That's it. Well, that's loud and clear, Gary. You say thank you, yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the point is, uh, whatever works for you now. Yeah. Now the thing is, whatever works for you now may not work for you later. So don't cast it into metal or a stone. Yeah. But yeah, because. What's using that is what we are, yeah? So it uses it to clear. There's a statement in uh, Nanette's called it ACIM, which is a sh a short for a, a Course of Miracles. It's a certain, uh, just an interesting thing on its own. Well, there was a great description. They felt the description that was brought in that download of A Course of Miracles was that we're in the act of dreaming now, right now, not like we're in a dream. We're in the act of dreaming and there's no off button, so to speak. And there was no on button. There's just dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. Yeah. And one of the things that can be going on in this dreaming is that you and I, being the dreaming of the dreaming, we're going to dream ourselves out of the dreaming. Yeah. In other words, we're going to use what's appearing in the dreaming to dream ourselves out of the dreaming which is really cool and as we do the dream will get happier i mean what a fucking <laughs> i would say a lot of people in these squares you may describe it in a lot of ways but you'd have to admit traveling later is like the dream getting happier so to speak yeah so there's a traveling later well because Knowing it or not, you're in that present tense verbing of doing exactly what that sentence described. You're dreaming oneself. There's no oneself. There's, there's dreaming out of the dreaming. Beautiful. So you're using this Zoom. You could use tons of things. You know, you use, let's say, a little mantra for a week or for a few days. But they could all be construed to be under the banner of dreaming oneself out of the dreaming. Hallelujah. Yeah. And yeah. knowing, knowing for sure somewhere in the innermost or that uh, it's a done deal. Yeah. You can't lose. It's not a win-lose thing. Only some of us dream ourselves out of the dreaming. No. It's dreaming ourselves out of the dreaming. <laughs> It's not like it's only for the chosen few. It's this is all your activities could be seen that way of dreaming oneself out of dreaming, or they can be seen from the view of self in a thousand other very small, exclusive, win lose ways. But the possibility is available that you can see. I feel everything that goes on has value. Now, I didn't chant that. I've observed it. You know? I've observed it. Everything that has happened seemed to be put to good use. Yeah. Far out. So 
Did I do that? Obviously not. So uh, what's, I can't, you know, yeah, all right, in the beginning, you get a phony steering wheel so you can feel like you're driving. But after a while, you can take all those things away and relax in the back seat. Yeah, fucking chill out. <laughs> you're in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a leap of faith. That's an observation. I've observed I'm in good hands. I'm not, I'm not hoping I'm in, I'll be in good hands. I observe something's carrying this whole event. Yeah. And it's putting the shit that I would have said, throw that in the no, no use, you know, bundle. And then this maybe get to be useful. No, everything was, is recycled. So yeah. But see now when you do that, that mantra, there's a spirit in it. There's a, there's something in there. That's, it's not intellectual dryness. There's something that's got a taste. Yeah. That's the point. That's what, what we are. That's the taste of what we are. Yeah. That yeah. feeling. Yeah. It's not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to marry, get married to that mantra. It's just because now when one, you say it, there's a feeling in it. You have yeah. that. That's a view. That feeling is a view injected into that thing. So that which is dreaming itself out of the dream, he has injected that into that mantra. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not the mantra. You see, it's yes. no. yeah. Mantra, no mantra. Ceremony, no ceremony fucking whatever yeah there's something is incessantly going on yeah and uh and uh yeah <laughs> yeah today has been a very good meeting we've we've run in a to a couple of topics underneath the main topic yeah All right. Thanks, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. And thanks for that idea of donation. Yes. <laughs> and thanks, Gary. Well, yes. I don't know what Zen Bitch Slap is doing with all that money. Yeah. <laughs> they don't let me see it. <laughs> it's a contribution, Paul. It's not a donation. Spend it, baby. Spend it. Memo of my Zoom appointments, and then I just. Stop doing something and sit here. And the rent's paid. Shit like that. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you ready for the next question or comment? Uh, yes. Yes. Joy R. has her hand up. Joy. Yeah. Hi there, Paul. And uh, thank you all for doing service. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I missed you last week. I had visitors. And uh, while they were here, I decided, uh, of course, any visitors, and especially those that drink, I get into the bondage yourself straight away. Had a little do on one evening for them with the neighbours in. And uh, because it's a bit boring, I don't drink, they do, but they're not alcoholics and uh, 
and it was great at this party. I could see myself so clearly. It wasn't really a party, little soiree, drinks thing. And um, I'm running around, I'm walking around to this uh, tonic with ice and lemon in. So it looks like gin and tonic. And I'm walking around and this lady said to me, uh, it never ceases to amaze me how people do this after two or three drinks. Could I have a cup of tea, please? And I thought, I said, yes, of course. And then I thought, I want a cup of tea. Why don't I have a cup of tea? So I got myself a cup of tea. And then I thought, that's just the bondage yourself. You know, you, you, you want everyone to think you're part of. It's okay. You're frightened to be you. And, um, and you know, within 10, 15 minutes, all these people were saying, can I have a coffee? Can I have a tea? And it, it just showed me that, you know, how important am I that it ha I had to look the business instead of just being myself. And then today, um, I, I, I spoke to a, a friend after a meeting and it wasn't anything to do with uh, the fellowship. It was... Um, I used to be a beauty therapist and this lady was telling me what to do and what to buy and this, that and the other. And I so wanted to, uh, oh, I know more than you. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to do. And it's all going around in my head. And then I thought, leave her alone. Uh, let her find her own way. Of course, you know everything. Of course you do. But you don't need to tell her now. And so I let it go and I let her go. And I thought, you know, this is working. I, I, I like you, I don't get any about having a drink. That went a long time ago. I can't think of anything worse either. Uh, I, I mean, I used to wake up in wet beds and God knows, oh, always wish I was dead, wish uh, it was, it was a terrible time. And the, um, but one thing that followed me was this bondage yourself all the time. I could never live life, like they used to say, like a loose cloak. And mine was always too tight because I still had to have that control over everything, even though I wasn't drinking. And it's um, you got through to me that I'm missing out on life with trying to be this, this perfection and this bondage yourself. And... and it's been so easy since I keep reminding myself that you're not unique, you're nothing special, get over yourself, just be yourself. And it was all for that lady who wasn't an alcoholic, asking for a cup of tea. <laughs> it made me realise, what are you doing <laughs> swanning about with this glass that looks like a gin and tonic? So thank you very much for all that you do for us. Oh, thank you, honey. That was... Uh... Very nice little bit of life. <laughs> Very sweet. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Joy. Okay, we have we still have a couple hands, Paul. How are you doing for time? Uh good. Okay, we have Elizabeth. Hi, Paul. Hi, everybody. Um, really glad to be on today's call. And uh, yeah, you know, I really appreciate just hearing about the thoughts. And um, 
I've been reading the last couple of days Eckhart Tolle and the idea of the knower versus the thinker. And it's been giving me some relief because uh, the bondage of self in the form of incessant, difficult, negative thoughts, you know, is there, but I can get a little space between it, you know, when I go, oh, look at that, you know, <laughs> look at that thought, you know, and, um, and it, what I'm trying to reconcile now is, is that I that I see underneath those thoughts or that I experience actually, is that God, you know, and, and how do I get, how do I get um, direction from if, if that's a form of God, because it, it does feel like it's a oneness there, you know, beneath my thoughts, like I, that, that, that I is connected to everybody else. And that feels good, you know? Um, But yeah, then when I'm just trying to think about praying to God, it, it feels like God is other. Do you have anything to say about that? Well, first, you have the, you're in recovery, yes? Yes. Yeah, so you have uh, the mechanism of, of accessing that power. We shared, we talked of it today in the, in the promises, yeah? You're going to have feel you're going to have this conscious presence and stuff like that. So that sort of access yeah. is opened. And then the idea of wanting to know God, just know what's not God, so to speak. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just recognize yeah. that the thoughts are not yours. They're thoughts. Yeah. And then see the power of my in this whole narration that we seem to live under. The word my has a lot, a lot of meaning in the, the, the moment-to-moment living. And that my is a false sense of ownership of shit we have nothing really to do with. And we need to see through that because as soon as the ownership is taken for granted, all this other shenanigans get, get a lot of power available. Yeah, so let's just start there. And you don't need... Uh, that which is under under or before thoughts is what you are. That's you are of, let's say, God, so to speak. Yeah. So it's not like you're not connected. It's just it's just that there seems to be a very strong connection to not what you're not. That's all. So we want to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not see the the prayer is please relieve us of the bondage of self. The prayer isn't connect us to God. The prayer is relieve us of the bondage of self because that's the prior connection that needs to be, re, you know, <laughs> to be questioned. Yeah. Yeah. If not, then you'll have your connection to good, to God will be, will be, uh, you know, wired through your reliance on self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You see that? If you don't see there's faith in self, when faith tries that, when self tries to have faith in God, it's just more faith in self. Mm-hmm. This is a fundamental, there's no uh, 
get out of jail free card. That's how the mental state works. Yeah. It starts with this premise that I'm Paul and now Paul is either going to put faith in this or put faith in that, which is just always faith in Paul. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's look at that. And then once you once the faith in Paul is freed up, you'll see where it goes. Yeah. You'll follow its, you won't direct its little journey. You'll follow it. You'll find out just like what we shared, we read today about the promises. All of those are a description of finding out about a lot of shit through the process of recovery that can occur. That's what it's a share of. It's finding out, hey, I've been placed in a position of neutrality. Perfect wording. I didn't get there. I didn't arrive there. I didn't claw my wealth way to this condition of neutrality. I was placed there. So to be placed seems like something took you and put you there. Yes, doesn't it? I mean, Definitely. that's the meaning of the word. Yep. Yeah. I place a dish. So, yeah, there's, the act is the placing of dish, but there was, there was that power that placed the dish. Yeah? So I was placed in a position of neutrality. In that sentence, I'm like the dish. What placed me in that position of neutrality? That's the power. Yeah? Yeah. That's what it, some people would call God. Some people would call that, you know, Buddha nature, whatever. It doesn't matter what it's called. It is. <laughs> the mm. calling is unnecessary. Is, uh, it's not essential. The feeling of it or the sense of it is. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, when you talked about somebody being sober a long time, been sober a pretty long time and you know, but have felt suicidal in the past, you know, because the thoughts can yeah. be so cruel and everybody knows. You've got to look at the my then, honey. If when, yeah. you, when you, when there's a strong devotion or faith in thoughts, you, one of the beginnings of relief is seeing them as not yours. The yeah. first phase of that for me was seeing a lot of thoughts as alcoholic thoughts that gave me some space that I didn't have before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just, it went further and then I saw all thoughts as not mine in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you start with a little space and then there's more space comes. Yeah. So question the my and stop calling them yours. They're not your thoughts. Got it. That's yeah. helpful. Any Thanks. thought that can be had by many isn't yours. Yeah. It's for public domain. It's not privately owned. And the public-private is a huge difference, huge difference, to, I'm telling you. From having been at that effect of that change, I'm telling you, it's a huge difference between thought and my thought. Hugely. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. And it's just the my isn't like a word you remove out of all your sentences. It's you see it. You see the sense of ownership from what you really are and you see the bogusness of it. And it takes effect. It does over time. Yeah. Nice. Seeing that there's going to be effects. And just like you do the program and then it produces effects and they describe it as you were placed in a position of neutrality. You'll see 
the weakening of the influence of thoughts in your life by seeing them as not yours. Definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because they're not yours. <laughs> That's the. It's not a premise that we're making up. They're not right. your thoughts. They're being generated. You have nothing to do with it. It's sort of like that statement of no one says they're beating their own heart. Yeah. They say the heart's beating. But here, when it comes to thoughts, we believe we're doing it. And it's a much more subtle process than the beating of a muscle. <laughs> but we, we won't touch that, but we'll, our you know, self's fingerprints are all over thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's, yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's just um, like, yeah, I don't want to. I'm suspicious of all thought. <laughs> like yeah. I'm anti-thought. <laughs> well, the thing is, the suspicion, uh, whatever, there's just an inordinate, an, an inordinate amount of faith in thoughts. Yeah, we're not only believing; we're wholeheartedly believing this narrative, where there's a huge pockets of investment that the mental state has in you never seeing through it. Yeah. Just like that story they, they spoke about in one of the older uh, printings of the big book. I don't know if they still have it. Freedom from, uh, freedom from bondage. I think it was, and it was about a woman who comes in and she's a real alcoholic and she has a resentment towards her mother. And she has a story around that resentment, which is I would do anything not to have this resentment. She gets sober and then she sees through that lie pretty quickly and she realizes the resentment towards her mother has been like a fucking, the golden cow and she's been milking it. Her head has been milking it for years as an excuse for all her failed relations with men and everything. It's all on her mother, you know? So this is like the golden cat calf. She's not, her head is not interested in giving up this, this resentment. It was just a story. So she says, but I, I realized that if I don't, I'm going to drink. And for me, the drink is to die. So then she fell upon that little journal in a dentist office. And she read the little story about how to get rid of a, you know, how to lose interest in a resentment by praying for the person to have all that you want and more, even if you don't mean it. And to do it for a few weeks and see what happens. And I did. I did exactly that. Because I ran into some big whoppers in my first year of recovery, and I did exactly that. I prayed for those people who I had the resentment towards to have, you know, to have everything I wanted and more. Believing it or not, it didn't matter. And after a while, when those people's th names came up in my head, I felt a sense of uh, chilled outness, where before it would trigger a fucking revenge fucking motive and vindictiveness galore so what happened the incident didn't change the people seemingly didn't change yeah something changed yeah how it was being held by that simple by using that this statement from that story i got relief where before i never would have gotten relief because i would have owned that resentment as mine yeah 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 and then it owns you. There you go. Thanks.
I'm throwing a thing for a, for the dog. So go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 uh, multi-functioning here. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Anyone else? Sure, we have Eamon is ready to come on in. All right, so after Eamon, maybe we'll shut it down. That's the only hand that we have visible. All right, well. Eamon, can you unmute? I'll stay as long as uh, I think. Uh, am I unmuted now? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hi, everyone. Eamon, alcoholic. Good to be here. Uh, thanks, Paul. I liked what you said, really, really uh, hit me when you said you're a beautiful instrument, but the conductor sucks. That's, uh, that's really cool. Uh, I'm doing a fourth step now with uh, somebody who is also into your work. So I'm, I'm going through with a different mindset. I just started a few days ago of that it's not me. This is trying to find out what I'm not, you know, and I'm noticing a difference. I'm definitely noticing a, a, uh, some new things are coming to me. Uh, and it's really cool. My question is, your view on, for example, what you read on the promises, it's, it's kind of like evolved. It's different to what you might hear in a regular AA meeting. And I'm struggling a little bit in regular AA meetings in this sense. And just wondered if you had any suggestions on how you negotiate that you know, i don't want to be like oh i'm not going to do regular aa anymore still want to be of service in that capacity uh do i just when in rome just speak as the romans do maybe slide in this message here <laughs> i don't i don't really know so yeah well yeah well first of all i really like to emphasize i think it's tradition too the loving god expressing through our group consciousness so I feel things that AA meetings that aren't being brought into the meeting by an individual. Yeah. There's some power there that I can sense. So that, uh, and I pretty much usually, if I can, and there's a window, I usually try to find a seat so I can gaze out the window, which I like. Yeah. So I'm gazing out the window sensing a nice big presence and then uh, people share and then when they're speaking uh, usually they're speaking you know about alcoholism or about recovery from alcoholism or wherever self sometimes uh, what they say I recognize and I bring that to step six and seven while I'm sitting there yeah I, I'm, I go hey I'm entirely ready because this person just said something that I seem to be able to conveniently avoid day in and day out. Hey, hey, that feels, and then I bring it to six and seven. So it's very, it's a dynamic event for me, a meeting usually. Yeah. There's a lot of recovery going on in the meeting. So, uh, yeah, and I don't say much, or I do, but I, I can, I don't come out and say uh, shit. Yeah. It's basically... It's how you speak the language of recovery carries the message. You know, there's something can be in there. Yeah, yeah. But I usually have people who rebut me 
quickly. <laughs> At certain meetings, there's one person, he always waits until I share, and then he shares. Yes. In, in, in the glory in the gloriousness of stupidity and shit. <laughs> but whatever. So yeah, I, uh, over the years you learn, yes? I just love AA, I love all the characters. And uh, I've always feel, Just meetings work, you know. I always feel uh, bigger than I did when I went in, usually. Yeah, which I like. So, yeah. This isn't, we're not in, into proselyte, we're not proselytizing. Yeah. People come to this meeting because they want to come. I don't, we're not, I'm not using promotion much, it's more attraction. It's like a pair of shoes if they fit wear them and so now you're doing you're doing you're wearing the fourth step shoes with the view of seeing how self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us and you're sharing that you're getting more stuff's coming out of it that's it that's the whole point yeah yeah I thought I love it I love that that's the whole point when I sh work with people that's how I share the inventory if they don't want to do it that way, they go to someone else. But I, I like to emphasize, let's look at how self has defeated us through its manifestations. Yeah. And, then, and the difference between my fears, my resentments and fears and resentments. It's huge, huge difference. I don't like when people walk in with my fears, my resentments, they do four and five and they walk out with my fears and my resentments. I want to have it they walk out with fears and resentments, not my fears and my resentments, because that's the that's the disease carrying itself through the process, through the recovery. I, I'd like to at least be a dam to that in a way and stop it from continuing unbeknownst to us. Yeah. So I'm going to say something when that happens. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. To, I don't want the water of the program to have to be diverted by that dam. I don't. I want it to flow and look at the process through the eyes of something foreign has taken us over, has played God with us, and now we've been introduced to another God and we'll be taken over by that. But first, let's tell the truth about the lower God, yeah? That we're not that. Instead of continuing identification as the lower God, practicing the program to, a, to connect us with a higher God, which is going to be defeated by the statement, self can't get out of self. Yeah. I mean, this isn't mystical shit. It's not like you got to read Sumerian. It it's, comes from observation and reflection. Yes? I don't want to have a giant corral of resentments, you know, and then having to feed it every day. My, my resentments, you know, I don't want to, I want to be a free range alcoholic, run around fucking. Yeah. I get mad when someone cuts me over for like 30 seconds. 
doesn't become a 30-year vendetta. Or he was driving a Buick, so I hate every Buick I ever see for 30 years. Like, give me a break. <laughs> Don't just boost through. It's like spiritual constipation gets, the block gets unblocked. You know, now you're flowing. Yeah. You're going to see people as, a, as getting in your way. That's how the action figure sees shit. You can't take it so seriously. You can't say, I'm seeing people and I shouldn't be seeing people. You're not seeing people that way. That's the good news. Yeah? I got to work on changing this. No, you don't. Just admit you're not doing it. And then you'll see how much it changes. Yeah? This ownership is insane. Yeah. Totally, totally misplaced ownership. Completely. I'm the doer of everything. I'm the feeler of everything. I'm the thinker of everything. Give me a break. Yeah. 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 Good to see you, Eamon. Come back and report how it was after you do. Oh, yeah, I will. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Uh, just, just mentioned that you said about sitting by the window that uh, there's a few meetings in New York now. They have in parks, and it's it's beautiful. Sit in a park, have a yeah. meeting. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Gazing is, uh, you know, you can be listening and gazing. Yeah. Yes, you can be captured by the present and be present for what's happening. <laughs> it's not like either or. Yes. Yeah. You're sensing a presence, and you're present to the what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro. Thank you. I think that's it. Thanks, Mickey. Paul. And we'll say goodbye to everybody. You want to say your hellos and goodbyes? Oh yes. I, I go through all this just to get to this point. Yes. So we got a uh, Kaiser. An old friend of Zen Bitch Slap. Very nice to see you, Kaiser. Yeah. We got Paul. He's got his. He's bringing out the good, the good shirts now. Nice to see you, Paul. Thank you. A little cold here. <laughs> uh, we got Terry from Maine. Nice to see you, Terry. I saw you had a little breakfast before the meeting. That's good. Yeah. You need to keep up your strength. Yeah. The weather, one of these every, you know. Yeah. We got Tommy. Thanks, Tommy, for everything. The music. The finger pointing at the moon. That's how I interpreted it. But we got Kurt. Kurt Zimmerman. Hey, Kurt, find us a place to stay there, down there. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work something out here. We're, we're leaving at the end of the month for 12 days. We're leaving at the end of the month for 12 days. Oh, yeah. No, we wanted to go this week because Amelia doesn't have the kids. She doesn't? So, yeah. Well, let me see what I can do. Give me a call, yeah. Okay. Call. Or anyone else who lives in... Uh, Redondo. Right ...on the beach, Southern California. Not <laughs> 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 specific. <laughs> Give me a call. Yeah, text. Send me an email. All right. I'll call you later. Him. Let's see who else there. Oh, Kim N. Nice to see you, Kim. Yep. Thank you. Nice to see you. Thank you for this as always. We got Nan. 
formerly known as Nanette. Yes, we got Gary, the man in the corner. He's coming out firing. He's firing with both guns. Woohoo! We got Walter from the Netherlands. Hey, Paul. Nice to see you. You know, we're going to be in Italy in uh, late August, September. Maybe we can run into each other somewhere. For sure. Would be great. Where in Italy? We'll be in Pescara to start with. Pescara, oh, AI, beautiful. Directly east from Rome, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Let me see, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, I think you're new, eh? Or no? It's been a long time since I've been here. Oh, nice to see you, Elizabeth. You too. Yeah. Hey, oh, Paul. Yeah, Elizabeth, yes, I got it now. Paul, you can yeah. stay with us. You can stay with us, Paul. We will. I'm thinking we'll bring the, uh, the uh, blow-up mattress. Yeah, and just stay. Okay, cool. Let me talk to the let me talk to the significant higher power. Okay. <laughs> Joseph. Nice to see you, Joseph. We got Stefan on having never left, as always. Ruby Rose stationed in Wichita. Mickey, you did a great job, Mickey. Yeah. If I was gonna turn my life over to anybody in this room, it would probably be you. It would look a lot oh better. Oh my <laughs> I probably have a nicer haircut. And, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, Stacy, nice to see you, Mike. Kristen, always a pleasure, honey. Yep. Joseph, I said hello. France, always a pleasure, Joseph. King Baby, nowhere. That's right. Hey, formerly known as the Lee Hill, and I love the wind chimes. We like, we're going to go with King Baby now. Yeah. 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 We love the wind chimes. Awesome. It never works, brother. Nice to see you. Eamon, nice to see you, Eamon. Good luck with that fifth step, fourth step. Got the iPhone. We got Bobby Joe T. Nice to see you, Bobby Joe. Kerry on the road. He's on the road to find out what he already knows. Woohoo! Uh-oh, there's Judith. Ah, there you go. He's got an incredible uh, driver. Hold on, dog. The dog has, the meeting is over for the dog. <laughs> it's like, let's go. All right, we got Maggie. Nice to see you, Judith. Nice to see you, Carrie. Maggie, nice to see hey. you. PK Not from in the New York. Desert. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Carl. Nice to see you, Tanya, Nina. So, Nino, I think we're going to go down to Redondo Beach, so. Yeah, let me, um, I don't know, how, I'll call you or you'll. Yeah, call me up, yeah. Okay, awesome. We got Chris from, uh, Chris, you're in, it's not Kentucky, is it? It is Kentucky, all right, cool. I knew it was one of those places. We've got uh, Dale O, nice to see oh. you, Dale. As always, Rhonda, Maggie, Hannah, S, Rich. We got Amy, Seattle. Oh, nice to see you, Amy. Or at least figuratively see you. Ken, please do not feed the fears. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you guys uh, tomorrow.
And the, for the people that come on Saturday, uh, there'll be an announcement on Zen Bitslap. The Saturday talk may, may be still at 1.30 or we may change it to 12. We'll see. I'll try to get it posted and I'll have more news tomorrow night. I have to figure it out or let it come in. All right. That's just concerning non-duality talk. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Thanks, Paul. Guys. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. Thank, Thank you.